Hey guys, today we're going to talk about the largest play in Wall Street Bets history, a $30 million play in Cassava Sciences. For full disclosure, I have a position in the stock. I'm not a financial advisor. My guest later is not a financial advisor. But if you stay till the end, we are going to give you a 50-page report on Cassava Sciences that gives you everything you want to know about the stock. If you want to uh, find out more about me, you want to reach out to me, please reach out to my Twitter at Real Jacob Braun. I'll show it right here. I'm My name is Jacob Braun. I'm a writer for Seeking Alpha. I host a weekly episode, 5 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Central on this channel, Best of Us Investors. This is my Twitter on Seeking Alpha, where I write. I've written multiple uh, articles on this. Right here, I wrote one. Right here, I wrote one. And other people have as well. I highly recommend reading more into them if you want uh, additional information outside of that 50-page research report at the end. This one-year chart is incredible. We have highs of almost $150, lows of our price right now of $42.51. If we look at the five-year chart, we go down to um, $1 at one point, not that long ago. About two years ago, we were down at a dollar, and right now we're at 42 and went up to 150 This stock moves. It's very volatile. It's risky. It's a small-cap biotech stock, but it has high potential, and it, um, as you can see, um, there's big explosive, explosive growth, but we're only at the beginning of this right now. Cassava sciences is trying to address the largest unmet medical need, Alzheimer's disease, which has more than 6 million people right now living with it. And it's projected by year 25, 2050 to have 13 million people. That's just in the United States right now in the world, right? In the world, we have 40 million people that have Alzheimer's disease. Let's use the same projection. That means by 2050, we're going to have over 80 million, closer to 90 million people in the world with Alzheimer's disease. That's a massive market that doesn't have any great solution. And Cassava Sciences is working on that solution. We'll touch on that later when we talk to our guest, Joe Spreener, who has extensively covered this stock. If we look at this price chart, again, big movements, uh, great potential in the stock. And with that being said, I'm going to hop over to my interview with Joe. Like I mentioned earlier, everyone, we have a real special guest. Uh, we have Joe Spreener with us today. Joe, would you be able to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, thanks, Jacob, so much for having me on the show. Hey, everyone. Great to see you. I'm Joe Springer. I'm a stock analyst. I now uh, have a show called Tendies Club on my YouTube channel, Tendies Club. I was the number one ranked stock analyst in the world by tipranks.com when I was a stock analyst. And now I'm, I've met Jacob here through Cassava Sciences. I've written about Cassava Sciences, and that's how uh, I met Jacob here today. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Great to see you. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on, Joe, and be able to share your expertise on this. Um, Joe was actually one of the people who helped me first find the stock when I read his article in January 2020. Uh, talking about that, Joe, would you be able to touch on the safety of this drug? It, okay. So Alzheimer's disease is a graveyard of failed drugs. It, it, and it's there's been like one out of a hundred drugs that have, that have been uh, in researched have uh, actually been able to come to market. Been a long time. There's this is 2003. Denapazil was approved. Lately, Biogen's Aduhelm was approved very controversially. And it seems like it might do more harm than good. So it's been really tough to develop an Alzheimer's drug. This drug has been through, it's been administered more than 149,000 times with no adverse events. Uh, it's about as safe as a drug could be. It had a placebo-controlled trial, and the two drug arms had fewer adverse events than the placebo group. 
And that, which would make sense in that Alzheimer's disease is a disease of decline and it, it comes with many other maladies, comorbidities, uh, other symptoms. And so if they could be related to other adverse events. So if the drug is working, as we'll, we'll take a look, looks like it is working very well, then it may also have lead to less adverse events. So the drug is about as safe as a, as a drug uh, can, can comes. Yeah. Is what it looks like. Yeah. And more than that, the thing that really caught my eye at first is this cognition uh, data we have right here. Um, there's one thing that really sticks from out from the other, and that's the red line. And if you yeah. notice down below the red line, that's uh, cassava's semifilum. Uh, the placebo, all the other companies who have gotten BTD or even accelerated approval like Biogens really don't even touch uh, cassava's uh, cognition data. And that's for me why I'm so excited about this company. So Joe, would you be able to touch a little bit more on uh, why the data behind this and why this is happening? So the drug seems to work. The, the Alzheimer's disease we know is a disease of mis misfolding proteins, amongst other things. This drug is attaching binding to a misfolded protein and stopping a toxic downstream cascade. And so that seems to be how it's working. We know by a number of biomarkers, it reduces neuroinflammation. So the cognition data is very strong, very strong cognition data, never before seen. The best the best uh, cognition data ever seen in, in Alzheimer's disease. And you showed it there. So at six months, nine months, and 12 months, it kept getting better and better. This isn't a disease of continual decline. So even if people just held steady, that'd be remarkable. Uh, or even if they even declined more slowly, that'd be, that'd be good because there's nothing else on the market that, that's helping. But this is that people are actually getting more and more uh, cognition benefit. And then if you look at the biomarkers, there's biomarkers for neuroinflammation, neurodegeneration, blood-brain barrier, and others. And the, and a whole panel repeatedly at uh, in an open in a two A open label study, the an entire panel of biomarkers was improved in the two B placebo controlled uh, trial. All the placebo controls were remarked were were improved, and the placebos were not obviously. And they, so both times, an entire large panel of biomarkers were improved. And then in the open label study, we saw again at six months the, the markers were improved even more dramatically. So the cognition data is in lockstep with biomarkers. And then we also on Tendies Club, we've and, and also I also do a channel and Alzheimer's on both of those we've interviewed uh, people that know uh, patients in the trials currently ongoing trials, the open label, so we know they're taking the drug. And the, the anecdotes have been remarkable. Uh, we've heard from Dr. Gonzalez Rojas separately from uh, from me or, or anything to do with us. Uh, we just heard from her uh, give anecdotes about how patients were getting better. Patients that used to not remember if they were taking a shower or couldn't remember names and phone numbers were able to, to remember these things. And then on my show, we, we heard from Hillary Metz, whose father is in, the, in the, uh, the, the trial. He was unable to drive around his local small town and then drove from North Carolina to Florida to visit, <laughs> which is unbelievable. And, uh, and so those anecdotes, and, and there's others, we heard from Dr. Uh, Doug Baker, who uh, not, was not the doctor administering these trials, he's an ophthalmologist, but he, uh, he has two people he knows that have, are doing very well in these trials. And there's others, other stories as well. So the anecdotes, the biomarkers, there's also measures of behavior. Behavior can be the more tough thing to deal with for a caretaker with a loved one with Alzheimer's. Behave, but the NPI measures of behavior are also improving with the cognition. So the biomarkers, the, the, the behavior, and the anecdotes are all in, in uh, are all corresponding with the cognition data. And this drug has been tested for more than 10 years in every single trial from the cell cultures to the animals, to the safety, to the open labels, to the placebo control, to the open label extension. Everything uh, has, has shown consistent uh, safe and effect and safety and efficacy. Yeah. And if you think about all that you just said, 
it's kind of incredible. And that's why we're so excited about this drug and this company in general. Yeah. Um, but it's all good and well knowing about how incredible of a drug this is, but how do we invest in it and how do we know when to expect what? So would you be able to give us some possible timelines and potentially prices to go from our current share price? Yes. So currently we're trading around $40, $42. Uh, there's 40 million uh, shares total. So if it was at $50 times 40 million shares, that's $2 billion in market cap. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep that in, in, uh, in I'll, I'll do the price first if you don't mind. Uh, so we'll keep we'll keep that in mind. So when this drug comes to market, or it, it seems to be that this uh, company could get bought out. Uh, CEO Renemy Barbier has said that they're not, they don't want to take the drug to market themselves, uh, but a partner or have, or have a takeout, something like that. Uh, biotechs are typically uh, priced four to five times peak sales. Uh, there's more than six million people in America currently with Alzheimer's disease. We know that number is going to more than double this, all, because everyone is moving into the age bracket, the baby boom generation. Uh, Alzheimer's disease, a disease of age. Everyone's moving into that uh, in, into uh, that uh, cohort. So, uh, so six million people. So, and then and then globally, well, there's like 40 million people. So, even if you only get a quarter of the six million, nothing globally, no growth, no other indications. At 1.5 million people times 15,000, which is about a quarter, almost a quarter, a little bit more than a quarter of what Aduham was originally priced at, $15,000 times 1.5 million people times 4.5 comes to $100 billion. Wow. Uh, and so that that uh, comes to about $2,800 a share. So that's so uh, so uh, and that which is which is which is pretty remarkable. So about more than 50x from here. And then as far as timing, there's something called breakthrough therapy designation, which has from the FDA, which has two requirements. One is that the drug, uh, that the disease be serious or life-threatening and Alzheimer's disease is always fatal. And the second is that it's, uh, it's it, the drug is better than what's available. So there's breakthrough therapy designation for the people that are in big trouble. Like there's been a lot of cancer drugs brought to, brought to market through breakthrough therapy designation. Well, this is all, this is Alzheimer's disease is always fatal. Even the worst cancers are not always fatal. Alzheimer's disease is fatal every time. And there's no uh, disease modifying drug at all, none. So this could certainly qualify. A lot of people think it qualifies now for breakthrough therapy designation. Breakthrough therapy designation has rolling submissions. So that means the FDA can, can guide the company to submit their NDA to get the drug to market at any time. So with breakthrough therapy designation, they can, they, they can then possibly right away submit uh, for, uh, for approval. So uh, that on breakthrough therapy designation, they, it, it, the drug uh, looks like it works. There's so much in, in indications out there. Cancer drugs have gotten breakthrough therapy designation on phase one and also phase two many times. So it's not out of the question they can get breakthrough therapy designation on what they have already, but they're doing a CMS trial, a cognition maintenance study, uh, which is ongoing right now. It will wrap up completely by about 13 months from now. So March of next year or April of next year, no matter what, it'll be over. But we could get an early look in as early as July, like we got an early look in on the open label. So as, as maybe we could, so breakthrough therapy designation could happen uh, as that that the CMS will wrap up. It would be either between now we'll get data on that between now and a year out or so, or maybe fourteen months out at most. And then so that that to me is when I think we get breakthrough therapy designation. We'll also get more data from the open label study. So any of this data could push it over the edge for breakthrough. Otherwise, there's two open there's two uh, placebo controlled phase threes running now. If phase, phase if breakthrough doesn't come, that could push it out to as much as three years. But this drug qualifies for breakthrough. And Alzheimer's is the biggest unmet medical disease in the world. So hopefully we'll get that. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, uh, whenever we're dealing with the big, biggest, largest uh, 
unmet medical disease, there's going to be a massive market, which is why we're able to have these price targets. And the thing is, he mentioned a $15,000 price. That's the same uh, same price as the current standard of care, Aricept, uh, which is the name brand, is priced at. So if you think about oh, this, that that's what the current standard of care is priced at. The, the most recent product was almost four times as much. We could yeah. be selling the product for much more than $15,000, which you just increase all your price targets up with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just an incredible, incredible potential in this drug and this company. Um, the growth with, of the market, the rest of the world, other indications. Sure. We also have Savadex, which is a blood for test sure. for Alzheimer's disease, which there's no tests right now. No, no, no tests at all for Alzheimer's right now. No good one. Yeah, for sure. Right now, to test for um, Alzheimer's disease, you have to have a lumbar puncture rather than a very simple blood test. So having a blood test would make it so much easier. And right there, we're barely, we're barely, we just briefly mentioned it. That's a multi-billion-dollar <laughs> product itself. Right and there. Right there. That's crazy. Uh, with that being said, Joe, do you have any final words and how can we find you? Uh, come visit the channel on Tendies Club. So on YouTube, uh, search for Tendies Club or for Joe Springer. I'm also Joe Springer on uh, Twitter. And so Monday or every every day that the market is open, Monday through Friday or every market day at noon Eastern time, we do a Tendies Club show. Uh, come and join us and talk about the market and talk about cassava. Jacob, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, my friend. For sure. Thank you so much for coming on here. And guys, definitely check that out. We will be including that link to that research um, right here at the end of this video.